Okay, Shinto, we're back at it. Awesome. We're uh, we're talking about. Do I do I make sense? Does that oh. make sense? Do I make sense, Chris? I don't know if it makes sense. Did that make sense? Yeah. How many times have you caught yourself like wondering if you made sense or asking someone, does that make sense? Yeah. Am I making sense right now? (laughs) Did you you get me? Did that sound like English to you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's unpack that a little bit. Because I mean, like, where does, I know I've done that for you. Where has that uh, desire to know if you're making sense come from? (laughs) I think it came from trying to language around people who didn't get me. Mm -hmm. Which was like, what, everybody? Everybody. Yeah, (laughs) everybody. (laughs) You know, like, you don't get me. You're a unicorn, Chantel. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, I think that came from, from just trying to language what I was sensing and feeling and understanding in the world in a way that... The, the masses, <laughs> yeah. the masses would get it. Yeah. Right. Instead of really just stepping into my truth and what I seen and understood. Was that a, was that a, do I make sense? Was that a thing you asked others or was that just the thing you had about yourself that you carried with yourself? Like, am I making, do I even make sense? I both. Yeah. Both. I think for two years straight, I probably asked every person that I talked to. Mm-hmm. I even got caught by a friend one time. She's like, why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying that? I'm like, well, I don't know. Do it make sense? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, I wanted somebody to tell me mm-hmm. that I was actually making sense to somebody mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just sharing it in a way What's that it? felt clean and clear. Like I was always holding back in some ways, maybe, or trying to make the wheels turn. So it wasn't really coming from a place of truth or from a place of what I I know. It was more coming from a place of, okay, I got to make it sound a certain yeah. way. Yeah. 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 There's that part uh, that uh, when I talk about uh, the Tao, mm-hmm. the Tao to Ching, right? The first verse in the Tao says the Tao that can be named is not the Tao. That's and- me, Chris. <laughs> that that we that there is a thing that the minute we try to put language to all that we've felt or spiritually intuited or downloaded that it ceases to be all that it was like all that it is you know like that's the precarious relationship with language is we're trying to make sense of something that can't fully be made sense of in language. And so we say something to someone or to ourselves and we're like does that make sense because we can feel the disconnect from all that it is but we also want it to translate over here so they can kind of get what we're saying, you know? Absolutely. I, you're bang on there, Chris, because things that you even experience in life, never mind yeah. spiritual understandings, cannot be encapsulated <laughs> with a word mm. or in, right. la- in our language. There's, there's no language around it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, how do you describe a roller coaster ride? Well, you could you could hmm. get some words in it, but really nobody's going to ever really fully get that roller coaster yeah, ride point. that you were on. Good point. Yeah. Unless they were on the ride with you. Hmm. I think I think instead of I think if we knew that, um, if we knew that what we were trying to do was take something that cannot be fully described in words. And mm-hmm. put it into words so it translates. We'd be less um, 
self-conscious about how it sounds because we know that we're trying to put into language something that can't be put into language. And we would just be more forgiving about it, more flexible, free with it instead of like, I sound like an idiot right now or nobody gets what I'm saying right now. (laughs) I'm talking way out there. I don't, I don't think anybody gets me. (laughs) Oh, it's true. Just, and that goes back to um, the understanding of, of uh, just speaking it in the way that you sense it and feeling and, and like you Mm -hmm. said, allowing it to be messy. That's the big one. I, when I think back to those times that I do that, you know, and still once in a while we'll do that, you know, depending on the group I'm with, it's like, well, you know, I sit there and hold back or try and put it in a certain way rather than just letting it be messy. Right. Right. I, I it is, yeah. I think you, you nailed it. It's a bit of an insecurity, right? Mm-hmm. Where you could just, it, just allow it to flow instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allow it to flow. I spent a lot of years, um, my background was real estate. I didn't know where I fit professionally and I found myself falling into real estate <laughs> and, uh, which so many people do by the way. Uh, but it was not my calling, not what I'm here for, but the, um, the, uh, my, I love coaching and teaching. And so I ended up creating my own coaching company, uh, 13 years after being in the real estate industry. And, um, I, I remember just wanting, um, to share these bigger concepts about, your life's work and, and, in um, creating relationship. And I felt my message deep in my spirit about this is closer than I've ever been in what I want to say to the world. But then it was constantly like this, like, I don't feel like they're getting it. And I thought it was me. I mean, I made that about me. Like I'm not articulate enough or I'm like, I don't make sense to me or to them. Like, you know, there's a whole, like, there's no sense making here (laughs) because they don't seem to be getting what I'm saying. And I think, um, my, my, my teachable moment in that was it was the right message to the wrong people. Absolutely. And how much of our life do we try and do that? Spend our time trying to convince people. Yeah. What if it's not that you don't make, what if it's not, you don't make sense. It's you make total sense, but you're trying, you keep sharing it with the wrong people. Yeah, absolutely. The right people will be curious. They may not get all that you've gotten because you've seen what others haven't, but they might be like, tell me more about that. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, the hardship sometimes as the light worker is it it's trying to fit in a, in a world, you know, like, as they say, fit in in a world that, you know, really aren't meant to fit in, you know, instead of like speaking your truth and what you're sensing and feeling and experiencing, and then allowing others to come to you because of that. Yeah. Right. Did that make sense, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) There's a, I feel like there's a, um, a helpful, shift I made uh, there, you know, in marketing, there's all these avatar exercises. Oh, who's your perfect client. And so we go through these really weird demographic exercises of, and it, to me, it just never fully felt like, um, it, it just never resonated with me. Like, Oh yeah, this is who I'm talking to. But what did, what I, what did shift for me was starting to think about what are the characteristics of people that I love to be around, you know, like they'd have to, and, or who would they have to be in order for me to really enjoy being with them? And I'd be like, well, they're, they're people oriented, they're curious, they're learners, they're, they're well-read, um, they're thoughtful, they're kind. And all of a sudden, like, yes. And they're, and they're, they, I realized they had to be close enough in proximity to the things I'm 
feeling for it to work. Cause otherwise I'd have to be trying to convince people that didn't get it, you know, like, and, and, and then just wouldn't make sense to them. The whole, do I make, does that make sense? Which would never make sense. When it even goes down to like grabbing who you are, you know, when we talk about a community of resonance, but who you are and, and, Mm -hmm. and allowing that to grow and sharing in that way, then it, it does make sense to your people. Like you said, the kind people, the spiritual people, the, the seeking people, the people are here to make a difference right away. They're like, Oh yeah, that's me. Instead of like you said, working with and nothing against realtors, but maybe not as many realtors are out there to do those kind of things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know how I fixed that was I started a community with a, a friend in real estate for real estate agents just last this past year where uh, it's a it's a community for agents who want to use their business as a uh, a staging point for social impact. For, so I'm like, Amazing. so I took the same thing and I'm like, but how do I make it fit me? Because I don't want to talk about listings or yeah. open houses. I want to talk yeah. about how do you make social impact? And all of a sudden I re- had to realize I had to do a shift to gymnastics thing that was like, there are agents. I haven't met many, but met them, you know, shook their hand thing, right. but I yeah. had to make the assumption that there are human beings in real estate who would want to make social impact. They just don't either know how to do it that way, or it's not a popular conversation in real estate. So they they never share it. They never bring it up. They just kind of exactly. hide and be a chameleon. Exactly. Then they, they don't know, or they will not language, language it in that way right. because it won't right. make sense to, exactly. you know, what's being shared there. I love it. I love Which it. kind of goes back to our last episode, just about shining your light, you know, because yeah. I feel like if there are, we could say the same thing for you, the light worker listening to this, that there are people in your life who um, are curious, are interested in spiritual conversations and spiritual modalities and, and you know, they're interested in, in anything that you want to say, but if you don't lead the conversation, if you don't speak up about it, they're going to blend in and be a chameleon to the way it is in the world because it's too risky to step out of that that chameleon phase to be seen for the weird shit that they think they think. <laughs> Absolutely. And and if if you as a light worker start leading these conversations, then, then others will do the same. You know, it's like, Oh yeah, me too. All of a sudden they all come out of the woodwork. Just like the realtors that you're, you're leading the conversation for All of a sudden they're like, yeah, of course we want to do this. That's why we're here. Yeah. And yet, unless you and um, your person you're collaborating with right now didn't step into that, then it wouldn't happen. And another thing that sticks out to me from what you said, it just makes so much sense now is, is when you're trying to make sense, that's like you're trying to fit in mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. stepping into what all of that you are, like you said, being yeah. that, being that light and, and, and sharing it from a place of what makes sense to you. Right. Yeah. I love that. Why you're yeah. here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I love that. What if we, what if we change the question? Do I make sense to a statement? I make sense. Yeah. I make sense. I do make sense. I know what I, I know what I felt. I know what I experienced. I know what the download was. Like if we just started to honor the truth that's been given, you've been given some truth and you know, because you feel it in your bones, but then you, the minute you go out to, it's like a, it's like a, a way to sort of hedge up or protect or, you know, like 
oh, I'm just going to make sure I can save face. Like, does that, I just said some really weird stuff. Does that make sense? <laughs> but you already know it makes sense. Like, you know, you already know in your bones. Exactly. It's like, I make sense. And are you my people? <laughs> right. You- I make sense. Do you get what I just said? Because if, <laughs> if you didn't, you're not my people. You're not my people. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a way of stepping into your truth and power versus yes, trying yes. to step into others. Ah, I love That's it. Good. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. it makes me think uh, we could wrap there but there's another thing that come, came up for me was like um my friend in the real estate community we we talk a lot about the gravitational pull of the real estate industry. Yeah. Like yeah. that there is a dominating conversation in real estate which is sales, volume, units you know, sides, all all the language that deals with the selling of real estate. And it is the dominant conversation. Like it's really anything that gets talked about. Absolutely. And there's no oxygen for a different conversation to emerge. Like if you went into real estate, like I want to create social change, you would soon lose that conversation because you'd realize there's no one else to have that conversation with and it would die there. There's no oxygen to fuel that conversation. Absolutely. Similarly, as a light worker, though, the world around you, your sphere of influence, your friends, your family, um, there is an already existing dominant conversation. Could be the sports, could be the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about weather now, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Could be be small talk, could be politics, could be, uh, could be whatever it is. Right. But it is, I'm damn sure not your truth, right? That the, the dominant conversation is not the thing that life is teaching you. And so if you try to interject that into the wrong people, where there is no, where the dominant conversation is not that, it's very hard for that to get pick, to pick up steam and start to grow. Oh, and so absolutely. it just feels defeating to keep doing. You're like, I'm. Why do I keep doing this? I don't want to keep sharing when I get shot down. Oh, absolutely. And then you start questioning yourself. Really, you know, like my my big com- big conversation that I've stopped having with the people that don't get it. <laughs> is that I get to make choice here in my life and do what I want to do. And it's not about getting a traditional job. Yeah. You know, and, and yet if I didn't have a place to share that with people who uplifted me in that, I think I could probably shrink right back down and, you know, go back into that. What Mm. they know is more. Right. Right. Instead of what I know is what matters. Yeah. I love that. That's why I think community is so important. I mean, that's, it, that's why I feel like important. it's the ingredient that actually incubates the conversation you want to have. Like it, you put yourself in a, in a, a room, a zoom room or a real room, whatever you put yourself in a space with others that are having the conversation and it actually grows it. It incubates it. And um, you find courage and confidence you otherwise wouldn't have just because it is the conversation of the community. Yeah. It opens the doors for those conversations and, and the, awareness of yeah. more, more of right. that, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's fed. Yeah. Mm. The other thing I just thought of was like, I, and I, this is, would be an awesome invitation to the community is like, I feel like part of the role of community is to, is to make the sense, make sense to continue to make, you don't just make sense once you're like, you continue to make sense of this journey you're on and interpret the, the experiences you're having in service of others, you know, like, yeah, you build yes, it's for you, around but the language too. You're a light worker, so you're bringing this light to others. And what we do in community is we find language. To your point, mm-hmm. we're languaging our world and making sense of our world, so we can shine the light for others. And if you don't have a community to do that with, then you're you're left to either your own meditation practice or your journal or 
what your nature walks or whatever, but sometimes that can be swirly. It can. I think you can get stuck in a loop. I, you know, and I've realized that over the years because I'm like super, super wise, Chris. <laughs> you are. I know this about you. <laughs> I appreciate your confidence in that. Yeah. <laughs> but I can get stuck in the same loop over and over and over. And then getting plugged into community, it's like, oh, there's so much more to this. Mm. There's so much more to this. Well, and and getting stuck in the loop for your own insights about things is part of what has you then come back and ask the world, does this make sense? Cause you're, you're trying to validate something. You're trying to test something, but you're trying to validate it with people who don't get it. So to say, does this make sense and ask for the validation you're trying to get for clarity and confidence, you don't get it because you're asking the wrong people. So yeah, we're the right people, Chris, because we know you make sense. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I make sense. Do you make I sense? Make sen- I make sense. Yeah. I make I'm making sense in my world all the time and it's so refreshing to be in a room of people who do the same thing and be like oh, I see what you said there I see what you're saying like or I, I, that makes a lot of sense how you said that or and, even like I feel you mm-hmm. you know yeah cuz light workers right. get that part too you know, I Yeah feel I love you. that Yeah mm-hmm. I I love the power community and I think it was probably the missing ingredient so much in my life. And in particular, I know, you know, we can bring up the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why so many people are suffering. They don't have that community, that sense of community. And it, it's right. so it's, it's a missing ingredient in so many people's life. And if you want to be a leader, I think you need it. That's right. Well, I think that's a really good point. I mean, I, I think this show, this community, this conversation is really for those who want to step. I mean, sp- talk about, you know, this making sense to the right people, the right people for this conversation would really be people who are like, I want to take my light work further. I want to shine more light. I I'm, I'm honest and transparent about the, I feel like there's been a lid on some of the impact I can make. I want to make a bigger impact. Absolutely. That's really who you and I are talking to, you know, because I can't convince somebody who is a light worker that doesn't want to shine more light to want to shine more light. I can't do that. So yeah, yeah, there's obviously some kind of bigger calling that's happening within them. You know, I I always thought that once I got the final my modality that I would be done doing my light work, and that would be it for the rest of my life. And I did that for quite some time. And just like what called me to the work in the first place, I'm getting called to a bigger cause now. And I think yeah. that's the type of people we're talking to too, is they, yes, I've been doing this light work. I've been making a difference in this world. I've been, I've been helping others in, mm-hmm. in, in impactful ways. And I feel a calling to do more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Wow. So join us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our community. To this. Yeah. And you want to learn more about um, resonance? which is our community of light workers walking each other home. Uh, you can go to practicallightworkers.com, practicallightworkers with an S.com. Um, and you'll see there's a button there to learn more about resonance, our community. Yeah. So join good. us. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Thanks, Chantel. This, these conversations are fun. Let's keep doing these. Yeah. Let's, let's, do, it let's again. do this all the time. All the time. All, all right. the time. Thanks, Chantel. <laughs> see ya. Bye.